boxed, ready for Saturday morning's Greyhound Racing Wrap. Across Victoria, RSN 927 is talking Greyhounds. And g'day from JT on this late April uh, morning. The mornings are getting a wee bit colder, which means we need the, the Japaras and the boots on. Simone Fish would know a lot more about that than I. How are you, Simone? Good morning, John. Yes, some of the mornings are getting a bit nippy, aren't they? I like yeah. the change of season, though. I must say, uh, summer's nice, but I don't mind winter. Well, after last weekend, I was sort of over winter already. <laughs> Bring on the warmer weather it, again. It, it was, it was rather cool. All right, what's on our show today? Well, today I'll be joined, or will be joined, by the voice of WA to talk all things Perth Cup and Galaxy. That's with Peter O'Neill and former West Australian Tom Daly about his chances in the Perth Cup tonight with Hecton Bale. Gee, that's a hot field, isn't it? It sure is. Yeah. Five Victorians. Yeah, good. Well, there's nothing new there, Simone. There's nothing new there. Go the big V. All right, what's been making news this week in the world of greyhound racing? Well, obviously, the Perth Cup tonight and those five Victorians getting through to the final. They were dominating again, weren't they? The Vicks um, mm. taking the A team over there. And again, we see uphill Jill and strike a light clash in another group one. Uh, exciting Look stuff. Look forward to that. Heats of the Galaxy were run also, and the likely favourite, Rippin' Sam, was very, very impressive at his first look at the track for Robert Britton. He will have some slick opposition, some locals there, including Quick Jagger, the Sale Cup winner, but uh, I think he's just he's just another level as mm. well, I think, Rippin' Sam, and I can't wait till the Sandown Cup. Yes, the RSN 927 Sandown Cup. Tonight you can see Quick Jagger leading. It's only a case if Rippin' Sam is denied clear air. If the the pup gets clear air, it's game over. That's exactly right. What Uh, else has been happening? Well, the Speedstar isn't that far away at Sandown. It is next month, so it's all about times at the moment at Sandown, Mm. and that leaderboard keeps um, moving around somewhat. So Greyhounds have got up until the 6th of May to get their fastest time recorded there, and then we'll look forward to match racing at its best over all three distances there. And I think it's exciting <clears throat> looking at these greyhounds that are coming onto the leaderboard and some mm. that are dropping off as well. Getting yeah. some fast times there. Great concept by Mick Floyd uh, and Greggy Miller out there at, at Sand. And that's May 10, Thursday night, May 10, Speedstar. Big night and a uh, bit of a heads up, Simone. We've got an outside broadcast on the 9th. Uh, Mick Felgate's heading out to a Sandown on May the 9th. More details about that in the next couple of weeks. Looking forward to it. Uh, the nas- Nationwide Adoption Day is next Sunday. It's gathering momentum um, with sports stars getting behind this wonderful initiative of greyhounds being adopted Australia-wide all on the same day. Of course, we've spoken about the Ambassador Todd McKenney, who is the face of this uh, fantastic promotion. So I wonder how many greyhounds, or what their target may be statewide and what the overall adoption number might be. They also had promotion on the footy show on Thursday saw night. That. Not that I watch the footy show, but I do am across some of these social media channels. So, uh, look, you've just got to get it out there, don't you? Absolutely. And, um, no better way to do it. And uh, make sure you pop into the uh, the uh, the Gap Cafe in, uh, in King Street, King Melbourne. Street. Of course, um, I've been seeing photos and reading about people dropping in there as well. Not only not only Gap Greyhounds, any dog other can go. Other dogs yeah, too, yeah. It's, it's, it's actually a really good move of integration and it's just breaking down that stereotype that the people who have had no interaction or association with Greyhound, they, they, they don't understand the breed 
and this this particular initiative is breaking down that stereotype. It sure is, and I think it's one word of caution. Though. Don't go if you're feeling a little bit vulnerable or emotional at the correct, time. Correct, correct. <laughs> you might come home with a dog <laughs> you didn't anticipate. But that's part of the selling technique, Simone. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the Shepparton track record was lowered again on Thursday night. It wasn't that long ago that we spoke about Trit Trit recording the 37.18 time there for that 650-metre trip, but Pepper Shiraz really... Um, made a meal out of that, breaking it by two and a half lengths and running a 36.99. So, well Aston, done there. Aston DB was in action, was a bit stiff, uh, could only manage third. Yeah, can't win them all, can no, you? No, no, and it just goes to show even the, the, the champs when they go to, uh, to a race meeting, it's not guaranteed. No, it certainly isn't, but um, I'm sure we'll see him oh, yeah. in the winner's circle before no too long. No <laughs> question about that, Simone. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Shepparton, talking of Shepparton, they're holding their annual awards night tonight. Uh, it's a fabulous... Who's hosting that, Simone? Oh, let's just say it again. I'm, I've got the honour and the privilege of hosting it again. I think, I think it's the fifth year, I think. You it's... must be doing something right then. Now, there are a good bunch of people up at Shepparton. I hope the night's a ripper. What can we expect? Well, they do have um, plenty of dancing and a few beers flowing and, and all that. It's a low-key but classy event. That's, That's probably, nice. probably the best way to describe it. Will you be hitting it. the dance floor? Oh, I don't know. It's a bit of a trip home. I'll see how I'm going. <laughs> Usually, you've, 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 you've got to run the show, so you've... you've that's right. You've, you've, Once formalities are over, usually um, usually Carl McGrath's wife, Leanne, and I start talking horses. <laughs> that's usually <laughs> what happens. So then I think, oh, I haven't had a dance yet. But it's always a really good night, and I think they've nailed it. They've mm. made it that it's it's not too pompous. and um, That's good. And we keep it flowing, and you know, it's local people receiving awards, a local Greyhound of the Year, a uh, local... Um, a person from the track that's mm. a worthy worker to, yeah. or most respected or valued worker on the track and people involved with that uh, club who have done outstanding jobs. So Excellent. They've got the formula right there at Shepparton. Um, has been successful. And finally, the Warrnambool Cup heats kick off on Wednesday night with a final held, of course, on the eve of the grand annual for the Gallops the following Wednesday. The club's in under- undergoing some renovations in the Kennel Block, the Judges Tower, on the track and also the pavilion there. So... Meetings are being transferred to Geelong, Ballarat and Horsham up until early August. So um, it's always a great carnival down there. Gee, as many years that, you know, did all three days at the races and the greyhounds mm. on the, the Wednesday night and it's a big week. Indeed, uh, I think ind- I'm too old for that now. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed it is, but the crew down at Warnham will do a ripper job with the, with the classic and also the cup always are very strong races. <laughs> All right, Simone, let's set the scene now on Talking Greyhounds. The Meadows host top quality greyhound racing each and every Saturday night and this week in the Level 1 dining room. The theme is Spanish. Olé! With a fantastic Spanish fiesta buffet. My mouth is watering already. Gates open at 6 o'clock tonight with dining from just $45. Great deal. Visit themeadows.com.au for more details tonight. Spanish. All right, Simone, that's the news out of the way here on Talking Greyhounds on RSN 927. Let's hit the phones now and have a chat to the voice of WA Greyhounds, Pete O'Neill. What's making news around the kennels? Good morning, Peter. Thanks for joining us on Talking Greyhounds this morning. I know it's a very early start for you, but a big night tonight with the Perth Cup. Looking forward to it, Simone. Good morning, and uh, welcome along. Yeah, what a night it's going to be. Hopefully the weather holds off. It's uh, fairly wet over here at the moment and forecast for some thunderstorms later on, which is not ideal for our big night. It's the 
only time of the year that we have our Group 1. What a sensational race that we have in the first cup and also the Sky Racing Galaxy as well. It might need a strong dog, an even stronger dog tonight, then to take out the final, Peter. Well, it's going to be interesting. The 13th clash between Uphill, Jill and Striker Light. They're in my top two of my selections, which we'll get to shortly. But um, Uphill, Jill has been too strong for Striker Light in recent starts. Will Striker Light, who I believe can lead tonight, be able to hold on and score. It's going to be very interesting. And, yeah, I agree. It's a greyhound if the track is a little bit wet, although it might actually make the times a little bit faster. It'll be interesting to see how it does hold up and how much rain we actually get. Um, but uh, Uphill Jill is very strong. Strike a light on the Kennington track, which is normally conducive to leaders, maybe advantage over here in the west. Let's take a look at the field now, Peter. We'll go through the greyhounds one to eight. One to eight. We'll start with Trooper Manelli. Uh, looks well drawn in the red. It's ideally drawn in box number one, and with all the speed in the race coming from two strike alive, Hecton um, Bale probably just behind Uphill Jill. Come on, Emmeline has uh, outstanding early speed, and West on all these are flying machines, drawn out wide. There's going to be a lot of speed going to that first corner, and it might suit a greyhound like Trooper Manelli if there is any trouble. Ideally drawn, won the heat from box number one, David Hobby, the trainer. He's yet to win a group one. He'd love to win his own third cup. Um, he was a leading trainer in 2017 here in first, first time he's ever won the leading trainer. Of course, Chris Holt and Linda Britton have dominated for 16, 17 years. So uh, David has his team flying at the moment. And certainly an each-way chance, uh, Trooper Manelli, that just needs a little bit of luck and a little bit of trouble on that first corner. He's a track specialist there. He's had 15 wins from 39 starts, so he certainly knows his way around. We'll get to Striker Light, like you mentioned, plenty of early pace. I think this is the 13th time that Striker and Jill have clashed. Uh, but I guess, like you say, she is a leader. Uh, perhaps she might be able to hold these other greyhounds out. She wasn't that quick out last week, Striker Light. She's got the fourth or fifth quickest uh, sectional to that first end on the heat times last week. She wasn't able to lead. But speaking... Um, with the connections after the race, Sarah just happy to get through. She hadn't seen the track, and it's a big advantage for Greyhounds to come across and see the Cannington track before they race. She stayed over here during the week where Uphill Jill's gone back to Melbourne. Uh, Strike Alive, she's settled in really well. She's doing everything right. She had that electrifying early speed that we've seen so many times. This is her 11th Group 1 final. She's an outstanding chaser um, to be able to lead here. You're right, uh, they have met 12 times before. Uphill Jewel has beaten Strike Alive home in seven of those. But will Saturday night tonight be the night where Strike Alive can hold on? I really think that she will lead Strike Alive, and it's just whether or not Uphill Jewel will be able to settle in second position. But she's an outstanding chaser. She's won so much prize money, and she's dominated from such an early age in group level that uh, she has a little bit over the uh, contenders tonight, including West on Augie, who's an up-and-coming young star here in WA, but is stepping up to the big game against these big stars from the Eastern States tonight. Hecton Bale doesn't look very well drawn there at all. He, he began quite well for him in the heat, uh, but he's got that pace, burning pace either side of him. So he, he will probably need to just drop back a little bit and use his run home prowess. You know, I, I thought that the box draw might suit, and you'd know the Greyhound better than I would. I remember his Australian Cup win when he had a little bit of luck getting across from a wide draw. I just thought the fact that he doesn't have that electrifying early speed, he might be able to sit just behind the pace, strike a light and uphill duel going into that first corner. And the fact that he's so strong, and you mentioned being strong with a little bit of rain about, it might actually fall into his hands. Mm. He's an outstanding chaser. He knows how to get around the track now. Um, it was a very smart win the other night, and I think he can go quicker as well. I actually like him 
as the knockout chance to strike a load and up your duel. Just camp in behind them. And if he can settle in third or fourth position going down the back and he's close enough to the leaders, it'll be, make it a very, very interesting call over the concluding stages. Well, Tom Daly's coming up on the show shortly, so we'll get his thoughts. And uphill, Jill, she needs no introduction, like we've mentioned so many times before. Plenty of early pace, strength. She's run striker light down. She just needs to begin. She does need to begin. She normally does begin very, very quickly. She began well the other night at the first look, and that was her first look at the track. David Gill decided to take it back to familiar surroundings back in Victoria during the week, so she flies. She flew over yesterday. Uh, she settled back into Perth. She'll only be here for the day, and that's probably all she needs to do. She's won close to $800,000 in stake money. This is her eighth or ninth Group 1 final, uh, winning the Golden Easter Egg when she ran down Strike Alive. She was outstanding. Uh, of course, the Top Gun win. I spoke with David Gill of the Melbourne Cup last year, and I, I requested him, I asked him, I said, will you bring Jill across to Perth uh, for the Perth Cup? We'd love to see her here, because David's been here before. And uh, he said, well, if she does obtain the Golden Easter Egg, we'll bring her across. And, of course, she won the Golden Easter Egg. She's now in Perth. She's one of my favourites, and I think that she will settle in second position on Striker Light. And the fact that she's won her last four in a row, she's in outstanding form at the moment, and probably only bad luck will beat her. Alpha Giorgio has come up with box five. This greyhound began with the field. He's a strong chaser as well. This is the awkward draw, I think, for Alpha Giorgio. With the speed uphill, Jill, and also come on, Emmeline. Where does he settle early on? I think Hector Bale will settle in front of him and probably the majority of the field. So he's going to need a little bit of luck to be able to work his way into the race. He is strong um, from a good kennel. Um, just a little bit doubtful because of the box draw. Come on, Emmeline. She showed uh, enormous pace. Or he, she showed enormous pace in her heat and um, look, could be one of the leaders as well in this final. She's only a young pup having uh, start number 13 tonight. Um, a greyhound that certainly um, impressed for Joe Borg last week. Uh, she was from an inside draw. She has to overcome box number six. She does have electrifying early speed, but with uh, the speed on her inside of uphill, Jill and Strike alike, She'll at least be three deep on that first corner. And it'll also depend on what Weston Augie does, whether Weston Augie can actually king out and, and get cross, across. come on in line or whether she will actually hold out Weston Augie. So that charge into that first corner um, is going to be very, very interesting. Black Bombshell, another greyhound that's local to you. He's had 11 wins on the track with six placings from 24 starts. Uh, do you give him a chance? Certainly do. He travelled across to South Australia and won their derby last year. It was unexpected from... Those on the East Coast, but we've got a high regard for him over here in Western Australia. Um, he also won at the Meadows going back a few starts ago as well. He's a very talented chaser. Box number seven makes it awkward because of the, the speed in the race, but if he can settle just in behind them, he's normally fairly strong over the concluding stages. And Enzo Credelli won the first cup last year with equanimity. Can he become the first trainer to go back-to-back? Be a great story if he did. And then, of course, Weston Augie, who is, um, has got a horror draw, according to Chris House, got across very well in its heat, but, um, wasn't racing against Group 1 dogs in that. Yeah, well, Weston Augie's only young pup. He's got an outstanding record. He has a personal best of 29.40. Now, if he pings out of the boxes, which he can do, and if he leads, none of them, including uphill jewel or striker like, can catch him. He's an absolute flying machine around Cannington. My question mark is whether or not he can get across. I don't think he can. You go on the sectional time, strike a light up, he'll dual come on M-line. I think we'll hold him out on that first corner. And the fact that he's going to have that pressure in you know, the cauldron when the heat is right on from the experienced greenhouse like up, he'll dual and strike a light, who are both a year older than West on Orby. I think maybe it's a year too early. I think you'll see him on the East Coast in the coming months. He's a very, very talented chaser. His mum won the group the three consolation of the Perth Cup 
going back a number of years ago. So we get to see the best of West on Augie, but he's a very, very talented greyhound. What are your numbers for the cup, Peter? Uphill duel number four on top from two striker light three in Hecton Vale and eight West on Augie to run four. And then you've also got the, uh, the Galaxy, $100,000 to the winner there for the stayers. Just uh, quickly, Rip and Sam, he he's just super impressive, isn't he? What are your numbers for the Galaxy? Four, eight, six and two. Rip and Sam's an outstanding chaser. He just needs luck. I think he's the best dog in this field. Our honest stayers uh, performance. Uh, if he finds trouble, which he can do, then he's in, then you know the race changes. But he's a very, very talented chaser. Quick Jack is a flying machine. Returned to the winners list last week in a quick time, and of course defeated Vanderbilt in the Sale Cup late last year. A moment for Giants looking for her tenth consecutive victory, and zipping Caitlin Jason McCabe can come across for Perth for nothing. But four, eight, six, and two in the Galaxy. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a great night, Peter. Is there? Um, are you expecting a huge crowd? I remember when I went over a number of years ago. There's about five thousand there. It's standing room only by the end of the night. Are you expecting that sort of crowd again? No, things have changed a little bit since you're over here. At the moment, we right. might need you to come back to help promote <laughs> the game over here. But um, the rain's going to keep a few people away. But it hasn't been well promoted uh, since uh, uh, the Four Corners episode a couple of years ago. We've sort of gone a little bit quiet over here in trying to promote the sport, unlike other states. But hopefully that will change, and hopefully a few people will get out. I think another couple of Victorians can win on Saturday night. Finale in the consolation, although drawn awfully in box number one, I think he can get over the line. And Zipping Inglis uh, was a really good run of the eight quickest time last Saturday night. And I think the young Maddie Lanigan can uh, score in the other consolation as well. Well, the Victorians are dominating again. We're hoping for a win over here. You're hoping for a local win. Let it be a, a great um, friendly duel between states. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much, Simone. I look forward to calling out the big races on Sunday night. Thanks for your time, Peter. Doggy News. From start to finish, RSN 927 is talking greyhounds. That's Peter O'Neill. He'll be calling the action from Cannington tonight, the Galaxy and the Perth Cup. All right, what has your uh, iPhone stopwatch found this week, uh, Simone? Plenty of fast times, I'm tipping. Plenty again, and I've tried to really condense this, but uh, I'll try and get through them. So Lady Mercado for Maria Barber ran a 16.51 at Hillsville over the 300. Burn like fire again for Ashley Terrier, 23.57 over the 4.25 at Bendigo. Slingshot Maxi for Robert Britton ran a, a very, very slick 22.27 at only its third start over the 400 at Geelong. Quotation Mark ran a 22.31 for Angela Langton over the 400 at Geelong. Ashley Terry again, a Hillsville win for I Got It uh, over the 350 there in 18.95. And Ashley Terry yet again, the trifecta here for her. Nervous and weird, a 25.41 at Warrigal over Where's the 460. Where's that pup headed to, Simone? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering whether he's in um, the Warrnambool Cup heats. I haven't had a look yet. How many uh, starts has he had? Six or yeah, seven? Yeah, something like that. Not just many. really, yeah. really smart greyhound. He, he sure is. Uh, and no, the, over d- these shorter trips, he yeah, might be the Country Cup king. Who oh, knows? We'll over these you know, sub-500s. But just the thing that strikes me about this greyhound is so well-educated. Yeah, he just seems to have the, the knack. He has he? the knack, yeah. yeah. He does. Uh, Von Magic for Rod Clark, a 390 win in 2195 at Ballarat. Corey Grenfell had Orson Allen uh, run a 29.81 on, on debut at the Meadows over the 5.25 on Wednesday. Spokane Flick, a 5.20 win for Dave Crawford in 30 and 25 at Cranbourne. It's a party, a 34.12 at Sandown for Wayne Vassalo over the 5.95. And Dinah Wazza, a 29.36 at Sandown over the 5.15 for Mark Delbridge. Look, I've left out so many other quick times from Shepparton and also Warnable, but just uh, can't rattle them all off. <laughs> 
It's the expert pick, Simone's Run of the Week. All right, plenty of material uh, both in this state and interstate to choose from, Simone, as there always is now. <laughs> there always is, that's right. Some great runs at Cannington last Saturday night, but I thought the debut run of Orson Allen, a 29.81 at the Meadows, was outstanding. So he gets my run of the week. Jenny uh, Greyhound on Debut City Track that can smash 30 and, and, and do it by well, close to three links. That's mm. not a bad effort, is it? It's not bad at all. All right. Keep a watch on Orson Allen. You are tuned to uh, Talking Greyhounds here on RSN 927. A short break coming up. And then Simone's going to have a chat to Tommy Daly about Hecton Bale in tonight's Perth Cup. Love your doggies. The Greyhound leader. RSN 927. What's making news around the kennels? And welcome back to Talking Greyhounds. I have Tom Daly on the the line now, trainer of Hecton Bale, along with his wife Andrea. Uh, the Perth Cup tonight, Tom, and you've come up with box three with Hecton Bale. Is that where you wanted to be drawn? Oh, probably not really. Um, he seems to be going well, drawn out wide lately, but uh, you can't get the box you want all the time, so we'll see how we go. He's got so much pace either side of him. Is his um, game plan, do you think, that he just begins like he normally does, not overly quick and just uh, positions up on the rail perhaps? Yeah, well, that's the only sort of, that's what we need. Um, uphill Jill and Striker Light should be out of the boxes before he comes out. So hopefully it gives him a little bit of room to sort of figure out where he's going to go and hopefully he can be sitting behind them turning into the back. It was his first uh, race start at the track last week. Did you send him over earlier for a trial? Yeah, he trialled he trialed virtually the same as what he raced. Oh, he went a little bit quicker actually when he trialled. So, um, but yeah, he ran, ran around twenty nine seventy odd. So, two looks at the track. Hopefully, he can go a bit quicker, but uh, he'll he'll need to he'll need a bit of luck to get through the field. But um, he's capable of doing it. He goes good. We've just been talking to Peter O'Neill, and he said the weather hasn't been too great over there at the moment, and um, there has been a bit of rain. So perhaps. You know, it might need a strong dog if the the rain keeps falling. You might need a strong dog in the concluding stages of the race, and you have it with Hecton. Sounds good to me. I've been praying for a bit of rain. That's good. <laughs> you won the race back in 2009, Tom, with a Sun Hero, so it's been uh, quite a while between drinks. How confident are you feeling about this race? Are you just happy to be in another Group 1? Uh, probably just happy to be in it. It's, it's, oh, you're always in the lap of the gods when you haven't got pace, so you, you need luck, but... Uh... Like I said, hopefully you can posse up behind them, but when you're behind uh, dogs like Weston Augie and uh, um, Striker Light and Uphill Jewel, and uh, you need luck to get around the whole three of them, if not the rest of the field. So, But um, he's done it before, so we'll see how, see how he goes. He sure has. This is his third Group 1. Uh, he was in the Rookie Rebel over the 600 metres there, that, so obviously that speaks for itself on the, the strength in the strength department. But... Um, He's a greyhound. Last week he began a little bit better than what he normally does. <laughs> Can you yeah, find a reason yeah, I was for quite that? Happy with the way he got out. <laughs> but you don't really want him to do that again this week, unless he's going to fly out and get out in front of them. Uh, well, actually, I think the way he got out last week it looked quite good. But those those two bitches either side of him will be long gone, even if he comes out that that well. So uh, <laughs> he probably needs to come out like that to be somewhere near them early. Tom, you grew up in Western Australia, so when you go back there, does it give you a bit of a buzz in your old hometown? Um, yes and no. It's just sort of we, we race everywhere. It's sort of I suppose it's my home our town. I'd, I'd like to win the race again because, as you say, we've only won, won it once, but I wouldn't want winning it again. But uh, time will tell, and we'll see what happens. So who's um, going over? Well, who's going oh, up? George. 
George is. We got rid of him for a few days, so that'll be good. <laughs> so you're doing the work at home, and you'll just be able to. You'll have to stay up late because it's always with the time difference. It's always on so late. <laughs> yeah, I think I've got to go to the meadows tomorrow night, so it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a problem. Shouldn't, I'll be driving home. So. Shouldn't be a problem at all. No. Well, best of luck. He's such a smart young pup, the Australian Cup winner. Only just two and a half, and. Um, Gee, he's got a, a big future ahead of him still, and he's had a had a big future already. If it's um, you could you could use that terminology. So we'll be looking out for him, Tom. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Hopefully things had a plan, and we can um, get in the first three. If if not, have uh, a lot of luck and win the race. But you never know. You never know. Best of luck. Good on you. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> All right, Simone, let's set the scene now on Talking Greyhounds. The Meadows host top-quality greyhound racing each and every Saturday night and this week in the Level 1 dining room. The theme is Spanish. Olé! With a fantastic Spanish fiesta buffet. My mouth is watering already. Gates open at 6 o'clock tonight with dining from just $45. Great deal. Visit themeadows.com.au for more details tonight. Spanish. All Greyhounds, every Saturday across Victoria. RSN 927 is Talking Greyhounds. And good luck to Tommy Daly tonight with his star, Hecton Bale, in the Tough, Tough Perth Cup. What dog to follow uh, this week, Simone? And how, firstly, how did we go last week? Uh, Connor Allen, he finished third last Saturday night at the Meadows, but my dog to follow this week. I've spoken about him already, Orson Allen, 2981 at the Meadows, like we said on debut. He'll be in the maiden final next Saturday week. Okay, keep a watch out for Orson Allen next week. What about a best bet tonight? Uh, race five, number six, Go Seek Fernando, having its first start over the 5.95 at Sandown, actually. Sorry, uh, I've I've um, tricked you there, John. Usually I go to the Meadows, but you I do. found one at Sandown. Okay, tomorrow? So tomorrow at Sandown. This Greyhound, like I said, having its first start over the 5.95, but has had some strong wins over the 5.15. Uh, last start was a 29.43, so mm. won't have any trouble making that distance, I don't okay. think. Go seek Fernando, race five, number six, tomorrow afternoon out at Sandown for their twilight meeting. What's coming up this week in Greyhound Racing, Simone? Uh, Perth Cup and Galaxy tonight, Shepparton's annual Greyhound of the Year night tonight, Warnable Cup Heats Wednesday, the Ron Nesta Memorial Final at Sandown next Thursday, and, of course, the Nationwide Gap Adoption Day on the 29th. And you said this is supposed to be a quiet time for Greyhound Racing. Yeah, <laughs> sort of. You have that lull for a week, and then all of a sudden it's uh, full on again, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> the, the calendar all year round is pretty full uh, for Greyhound Racing. You have a lovely time up at Shepparton, uh, Simone. I will, thank you. you Looking forward to it. I'm sure you'll behave yourself. I'll have to because I've got to drive myself home. (laughs) That's a a fair hike back from from Shepherd and uh, Talara. Safe driving. Thank you. And in the meantime, keep those tails wagging. Okay, short break coming up here on RSN 927. The other side will go talking trots. We'll be uploading the best of today's Talking Greyhounds to rsn.net.au.